Welcome to the Martial Arts Business Podcast, helping martial arts club owners grow, develop, and scale their schools with marketing, retention, systems, staff, branding, social media, and much more, giving you the tools and skills to become a black belt in business. Here's your host, three times world martial arts champion, award-winning school owner, successful business coach, and number one best-selling author, Gordon Bircham. Hey, welcome to the podcast and live video here today. Um, Gordon Bircham here, and today I'll be talking about um, teams build dreams and how team development employment um, can absolutely revolutionize your business and actually your life, absolutely for sure. So I've been running martial arts schools for 20 plus years, and If I was taught what I'm going to teach you now, I would definitely be even further forward than I am right now. You know, when you start running a martial arts school, you tend to just start teaching classes. You maybe take over a class or you open up a martial arts class, maybe one class a week, whatever that is. And you're just teaching, you're exchanging your time for money, you're teaching students. um, And, you know, it's a nice little hobby time. Uh, hobby pastime, etc. You earn a little bit of money from it, and that's it. But as you start to grow your school, even you know the fifty members, hundred members, um, where you get to a point in time is where you end up like, well, I'm, I'm trying to do everything. And the problem is, martial artists are not necessarily good at many of the things you need to run a martial arts school, i.e. you might not be great at administration. You might not be really good on the phone. You might not be good at cleaning. (laughs) You might not be great at sales. You might not be great at accounts. You know, so many things that make up a, a business, a martial arts business, in fact, just a business in general. And what happens is we end up taking on all of them roles, becoming um, you know, uh, the leader of them all. We become the cleaner, the, the accountant. We come, become the marketer, the salesperson, the coach, the mentor, you know, the counselor at times. Like we become everything in our martial arts business, the HR department, the payroll, whatever that is. We end up doing everything. And if you're anything like me, you end up doing loads and loads of these things. And very often you're not good at a lot of them. And in fact, you don't love any of it either. You know, you only you, you got into martial arts to teach martial arts, exchange your passion um, and, and, and translate that message over to students. But you're not really in, in this um, to build, like to, to be a marketer or to be an accountant or whether that is for you. So, and that was definitely me for, uh, for, for many, 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 many years. I, I started building a business really, really well. By the way, I was doing everything and then I lost my house. Um, which a lot of people know the story. So, and that was because I was trying to do everything, you know, I, I, and, and I'm going to share with the reason why, why, why I was doing that as well and why many martial arts scholars do the same thing. But essentially, I was ending up doing everything, um, trying to do everything. And the reason for that is that why most people, why most martial arts school owners, there's four main reasons really, why most martial arts school owners don't build a team um, to start with, or it takes them a long time. Very simply, number one is, because a team or staff, they see as it costs them money, okay? So a team, a staff member costs them money. Very often it's, I can't afford to have a staff member. Well, I've got some great news for you. A, a staff member either only ever makes you, they either make you money or they make you time. And both are just important. In fact, time is more important than money. 
And what they do is they allow you to make some, they allow you to make, very often make money and make you time as well. So very, but very often people are like, it costs money, I can't afford that, okay? Number one is they don't know how, the other second one is they don't know how to employ people, okay? And they overcomplicate the employment process. So very often it's like, oh, I don't know what to do, I don't know, payroll, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And then it confuses people so they don't take action. Um, the other one is a fear if they fail. So if I take on a staff member, what if they fail? What if it doesn't work? What if they're no good, etc. And then finally, and the biggest one, the reason that most people don't employ staff is control. They want to, you want to control everything. You believe if I let it go, they're going to screw it up. Or if I, um, if I'm not doing it, they're not going to do it as good as me. You know, very often that's one of the biggest things, the biggest fears around this is that the control element of it. But actually, all of them are not real at all. If you're trying to do everything, you'll, you'll do nothing, okay? If you're trying to build your martial arts business and trying to be all the things you're not great at, you're never going to do that. There's a couple of things here. Staff make you money or they make you time. Number two is um, if you, you believe, if your belief is um, staff are a hindrance to you or they cost you money or they're a pain or whatever that is, you're never really going to run an actual business. You're always going to be a slave to your business, you know, many martial arts schoolers I speak to would love to be able to go on holiday. They'd love to have the time off where their business runs without them, where actually they are, they can go away for a month and their business grows. They would love that to be the case for them. But actually, for the four reasons I said is, you know, it costs, they, they, they don't have a team because it costs them money, the control thing, the fear of failing, all these things are, are the reasons why they won't do it. But actually, if you're doing everything yourself, you just got a glorified job. And this is the truth, right? And this was definitely me. This was me for many, 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 many years. Where I focus my time and energy now is helping school owners build what I call a freedom business, which is to build an infrastructure and build a team around you that are great at the things that you're not great at. You know, you can't be good at everything, okay? The difficulty is entrepreneurs, martial artists, believe they can do everything, okay? But the problem is, yeah, actually, you can do it, but it doesn't mean that you're doing it really, really well. So the greatest thing to do is to write everything down in your business. So I would advise you to do this. Write everything down in your business that you actually do right now. Write it all down. And then what you've got to do is next to everything is either put a tick or a love heart. Okay, so a cross or a tick. And a tick means I enjoy doing it. And a cross means I can't stand it. And what you'll find is you're doing loads and loads of jobs in your business that you're not very good at or you don't like doing, right? And there's only a small percentage of the stuff that you're really good at and you enjoy. And then your job is to do this, to go, okay, I need to categorize the things that I don't like and I'm not very good at. I need to put them into roles. And I need to then look at that and say, okay, when am I going to commit to getting people in that are great at that? Now, very often, you gotta remember, we have 7.8 billion people on the planet. I don't know how many people live with you locally, but there's loads of people for it. Let's say you don't like cleaning. There are so many people who really love cleaning. Like they, that's their, they love cleaning. That's the person you want for the cleaning job. You may have people in your local area. Let's say you do administration. You're not really going to go through this in a minute as well. I'm going to explain what you need in your business. But you might have someone who's not, you don't like administration. However, you've got someone who absolutely loves admin. And what your job is to do is to employ people who love that kind of role, responsibility. Employ that person. Very, very simple, right? It's a really simple way of doing it. So um, 
the main elements of a martial arts business, okay, you've got two elements. So one is a coaching team and then there's an operations team. And you've got to know the difference. So the coaching team is made up of the head instructor, the other instructor, another instructor, an assistant, sort of an assistant instructor, uh, junior leadership programs, okay, and then maybe some class assistants. Very, very simple, okay, and then maybe you've got in there an instructor training program as well to develop the instructors. But essentially, head coach, coach, um, assistant coach, and, and then a junior leadership program. That's your coaching team, and you need someone to be responsible for all that. The second element of your business is the operational side of your business. So an ops team that you need in your business very much, let's say, for instance, if you look at the operational side, first of all, you need marketing in some way, right? You need to be out there so people know about your brand. So you need marketing department. You need a prospect stroke sales department, okay? And when I say department, it just means a person, right? You need someone to do the administration, so the administration, uh, organization, systemization, that kind of stuff. Then someone to run HR, which is human resources, um, which deals with the employees, et cetera, and the payroll, et cetera. And then finally, get into someone who can actually manage that operational system if you're not great as a manager. And they're the elements of the business that you generally need. Now, the question is, what are you doing in your business right now? You probably are the head coach, the coach. You know, you're doing everything in your business. You're doing the marketing, the sales, the administration, the HR, the managerial role, everything, right? And the problem is, you may not be doing it very, very well. Now, one of the biggest problems that you find is that, that you may be doing everything, However, what then happens is you go, right, I'm going to get a staff member. And very often, the biggest mistake school owners do is they'll get someone who puts their hand up and says, I can do them hours. Or they'll get they'll do the worst thing in the world, which is I will exchange or get the mom or the 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 uh, or dad of a, of a child who's in your school right now. And what you do is you'll go, right, I, I, if you do the desk for me, I'll exchange it for free martial arts training. And this is what happens lots. Or if you do this for me, you give me some privates, I'll, run, I'll, I'll do some admin for you, or I'll do your social media. So you're exchanging uh, service for service. The biggest mistake you can make is that. I've done it loads of times. And many martial arts scholars have made that mistake as well because it, it doesn't become an actual employed role. It's just exchanging time for uh, service for service. And then you end up with a nightmare later on. I bet many people have um, uh, had that challenge. So you don't want to do that. You want to do it correctly. You want to, you want to absolutely go, okay, I want to employ someone part time, 10 hours a week, 16 hours a week, five hours a week, 40 hours a week, whatever it is you need in your business with an employment contract, um, uh, really uh, recruiting them correctly, people who have got experience in their roles, et cetera, are good. I've got that skill set to run that role. Now, once you can do this, and then what normally happens is, so you may do all of that right, but then what happens is very often you'll employ these people and then you micromanage them and they're not doing the things that you need to do. Here's a classic example. You train them for a day and they expect them to be superstars, and then you moan they're not doing the job right. Oh, I knew they messed it up. They're not doing very, very well. And then you end up taking the roles back and getting rid of them because you're saying that they are no good. They are rubbish. Here's the reason, because you haven't trained them properly. There's four elements of when you're employing someone that you need to have in place. Very, very simple. You need to train your team. You absolutely need to train your team really, really well. Daily, weekly, monthly, you need to train them well. You need to inspire them. So you need to train them. You need to inspire them. And you need to inspire them 
um, through um, leadership, great leadership, like being a great leader. They're inspired to work for you. They're inspired by your vision. They're inspired uh, by you as a human being, okay, by the leader. That's really, really important. Number three is you need to respect them. You need to respect them. Like a team, very often, um, people see a team member as just an employee. Your team creates your dream. You're, having a great team, having people who work for you, who is, is as inspired as you, are better than you at the roles, who are really driven to succeed, etc. they are really, really powerful for you, your family, your freedom, etc. You gotta respect them. Respect, respect is massive. Like respecting your team members, and then finally is to reward them. Reward, reward them really well, and reward them by finding out what they want. What reward? Some of my team members, they like an arm around their shoulders, or it may be a surprise day off. Maybe a little bit of money goes in the account. Whatever that is, you need to reward your team. Okay, and sometimes just that recognition is massively important. So the four things you need to do. And remembering around this is your team are going to create your freedom. They're going to create your teams, create dreams. They're going to create your freedoms. So if you can focus on doing what you love, doing what you are good at, and do what you want. Imagine where your life would be, doing what you love, doing what you're good at, and doing what you love. Imagine where your life would be if you had a team, a a team of staff, who were in all the marketing role or sales role or admin roles, they were doing the things better than you and they loved it. And then you just became a great leader and you inspired them and motivated them to become better versions of themselves. That's what building a business is all about because you go from creating a business um, that is a uh, becomes like a, a prison at times where you're doing everything, you can't find a way out. To ultimately having a proper business which actually can grow and scale without you needing to be there apart from leading the team. So taking yourself to a higher plane. Building teams creates dreams. And if you focus your energy, your love, your passion on becoming the greatest leader out there, to becoming the greatest employer, and you and you really spent the time and effort to find the critical people, the influential people in them specific roles. They will make you time, they will make you money, okay? And they will give you the freedom that you deserve. But you've got to go to work and you've got to become a black belt in building teams. Hope that helps. Take care. Thanks for listening to the Martial Arts Business Podcast. You can follow Gordon personally on Facebook at Black Belt in Business. Also, join our free Facebook group, Martial Arts Business Mastery Community, for some great advice tips and support on building your martial arts empire. Keep learning, developing and growing and you will become a black belt in business.